Wyman and Bob. Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio. On Seattle Sports. It's good to get a chance to talk to this guy, Dave. I haven't had a chance to speak with him. I know you've had a chance uh, on the plane and talking to him before games, but uh, been a tremendous asset to the Seahawks team, and he is in our Seahawks player spotlight now with us on the Emerald Queen Casino Sportsbook Hotline. Jake Bobo is with us. Jake, how are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. Appreciate you guys having me on. Well, it's it's good to talk to you. And, and first of all, i got to ask, how you feeling? Uh, you took a big shot in that game, and they and they 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 made you come off the field for a few minutes. Uh, did you did you get your bell rung, or were you kind of confused as to why they were asking you to come off the field? Uh, no, no, I was good. I you know watched it after. It looked worse than it was. Uh, it was a good shot by uh, you know I don't know uh, who the safety was, um, but yeah, put it on me pretty good. Um, but yeah, I was good to go after that. Who who tells you to lead? Does the official come up to you and say, "Hey, you got to go get checked out," or who's the one that that tells you? Yeah, well, I think the spotter upstairs buzzed down to the to the head official, and they they went ahead and pulled me off the field. Which you know, I understand it's it's protocol. I appreciate the concern, but uh, I was a little <laughs> I was a little ticked off in the moment. Yeah. All right. So, Jake, tell me. I mean, I'm an old defensive guy, but was that yeah. a penalty? Do you think? Yeah, yeah. Come on, come on. You got to protect the receivers. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course, it was. Good. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you did a great job hanging on to the ball. I mean, that's that's one of the things. You know, when somebody takes a a shot to the head, typically their their hands will kind of go up, and yeah. and you just uh, you just wrap that thing up. I guess there's no really good way to practice that, right? No, but I mean, you know, you see the ball in the air, know you're going to take a shot, so you might as well catch it, right? I mean, yeah. you know you're going to get pounded, but might as well come down with the ball. There you go. <laughs> hey, do you do you go back and watch the TV copy of the game? Uh, no, no, just the uh, okay. just the film copy. You know, it's just it's interesting because the announcers were there talking about. I think people just like saying his last name, Bobo. That's, that's fun to say. Yeah. They, they just like. <laughs> I would imagine that's not a new conversation, right? No, 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 it's not. <laughs> uh, but you know, I've grown to grown to appreciate it. Hey, Jake, t- uh, take us back. You know, uh, you're at Duke for four years, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. then uh, tell us about the, the process of, like, our, when you go through the transfer portal, do you mm-hmm. – is it like getting recruited all over again? Tell us about how that how that works. Because you four years there, you, you make your way out to UCLA. Yeah. Tell us – take us through that. Yeah, it was, it was a wild time. You know, I didn't really understand kind of the, the, the transfer portal. I was, you know, I was Googling how to – put yourself into the transfer where is the transfer portal how do i get into the transfer portal um so it was an interesting deal um but it is it's like speed dating um but recruiting <laughs> so you you know you enter your name and then you know a bunch of teams will, will get in contact with you um and you, you kind of just go from there i was a guy that didn't you know i didn't necessarily want to make it recruiting times two um so i just want to go, go ahead and find a home and and and, and roll with it um which is what i did and, and was glad to end up in la yeah did you now, did you take a trip out there or anything? Did, how much did you know about UCLA? Um, not a, not a whole lot. Uh, obviously, knew the name Chip Kelly. knew he's a, he's a Northeast guy uh, like myself, um, so I was familiar with him. Um, but yeah, took a trip out to LA. It was you know seventy five degrees um, and sunny, whereas I was coming from a spot that had a couple feet of snow on the ground at the time, so it made it <laughs> a relatively easy decision. <laughs> hey Jake, the other thing everybody seems to mention when they talk about you outside of the last name is your forty time, and you know, it's, but but it's kind of used as man. Can you believe this guy? He's a he's a wide receiver in the NFL, but he's undrafted. He runs a four nine. How often does that happen? Is that when you hear that? Is it are you sort of insulted? Like all right, enough, or or do you enjoy that? What do, what do you think of the story that that is told every time you're mentioned? 
Yeah, well, I, you know, at first, it, you know, it's, yeah, kind of a uh, embarrassing uh, data point, but I've grown to kind of embrace it. You know, be the be the slow, skinny white dude that's out there making plays. Um, so I've kind of you know learned to accept that, and you know that's gonna go along whenever I'm I'm talked about. So you know, at this point, I kind of kind of enjoy it. Well, we had a guy here named Steve Largent when I played, mm-hmm. and that guy couldn't yep. really run. I mean, yep. you know, I mean, have, is that somebody that you uh, have tried to emulate? Have, have you ever got a chance to talk to him, or who were you? Who were your heroes when you were growing up? Um, I haven't got a got a chance to talk to him. Would love to um, in the future, but obviously you can't. You know, you can't be in Seattle and be associated with the Seattle Seahawks without without hearing the name Largent. Um, so you know, it's, first of all, it's an honor to be be you know mentioned in the same sentence as that guy. Um, but yeah, growing up, you always watch receivers. Um, you know, guys like you know growing growing up watching Julio. Um, obviously, as I got older, starting to watch some of Cooper Cup um, and trying to emulate combinations of, of guys you watch on Sundays uh, but it wasn't necessarily one one guy where I was like you know I want to want to be that guy Jake what do you think it is that you know that separated you that allowed you to make it to this level if you don't have those physical intangibles everybody talks about yet here you are and man it seemed like the entire team they would always bring your name up and they're you just seem to get on the right side of everybody but what do you what do you think it is that you do that allowed you to get to this point yeah, I think as a receiver, you learn to do um, a couple of things that that help you out um, when you can't necessarily just run by somebody with with pure speed. It's you know learning how to use change of direction, learn how to use the illusion of speed. Um, you know, obviously making sure you can go up and get balls, and, and making sure you're you know getting to as close to a 100% catch rate as you can because you you know those are the little things you got to do. You got to block well, you got to play well in the run game. Um, so it's a lot of little things where. You know, if you're not a speed guy, uh, you got to be great in other areas. Jake, it seemed like to us, man, it was like the first week that, you know, the way people were talking about you was that you're going to make the team. Uh, when when did you start to to realize that, hey, man, I got a really good chance of making this team? Um, yeah, good question. You know, I had the weird mindset of like, even on on cut day, I was I was sweating. Um, you know, and, and looking back on it. Um, probably didn't have to sweat as as much as I did, um, but that's kind of just who I am. You know, I don't know if there was a point where I was like, okay, I, I kind of just made this happen. Um, but you know, after the the Green Bay game, you kind of got a little bit of a feeling. Um, but again, you know, I was I was sweating it down to the uh, the final hour, whatever it was, one o'clock on you know Tuesday or whenever it was. <laughs> Hey, so what's the what's you know I'm always interested to hear you know talking to rookies and, and talking about that jump from college ball to the pro level for you what's the biggest difference the thing that stands out the most um, you know I played against good B- DBs in college um, I, you know so I had the the opportunity to, to you know grow my game um, based off of, of those guys um, but I just say you know it's the mental aspect when you get to this level is is on a whole nother level. Um, guys, you know, diagnosing route concepts, DBs, you know, playing a certain way based on the coverage and what kind of help they have. So, you know, we're in college, it's, it's you know, I, I got to beat the man across from me. Now I got to, you know, look at the shell of defense. How is this DB going to play because he's playing cover two. So it's, it adds a whole other mental dynamic to the game. 
Hey, uh, probably we think anyway here in Seattle we have the best duo with DK and uh, and Tyler Lockett, and those two guys mm. are are pretty. You know, they're they're pretty different. I mean, as far as the one, <laughs> yeah. the size, uh, their their game, and everything. But uh, tell us about you know what, what you've kind of learned from from both of those guys. Oh my gosh, um, the list is is endless. Um, you talk about you know I'm in a great spot because I can take different you know. Like you said, those are two different players, so I can take different um, parts of their game and try to combine it into something that I can I can do. Whether it's you know DK's physicality or um, you know Tyler's craftiness, and you know you talk about not necessarily not being a speed guy and how he uses change of direction and, and leverage and stuff like that. And then you go back to 14 and you you know see how he high points the football and how great he is in the run game. So just being able to take pieces. Um, for both of those guys have been, you know, that's been huge for me. Yeah, if you get a chance, ask Tyler how he's always open. I'd be curious <laughs> if he had an answer for you because we talked to him about it. He's like, yeah, I don't know. I just go out there <laughs> and do my thing. <laughs> he's always open. Hey, oh Jake, uh, yeah. yeah, a pleasure to talk to you, man. We know you have a meeting to get to, so we'll we'll let you yeah. get out of here. But uh, con- congrats on how things have gone for you so far. Looking forward to seeing you become a bigger part of this offense and really appreciate you taking a few minutes with us. Yeah, no doubt. Thanks for having me on, guys. There you go. Jake Bobo, he's become a, a cult hero out here, Dave. He's a People, cool dude. Well, it's funny. We had Matt Calkins on, and he did the same thing that the announcer was saying. I just like saying his name, Bobo. Bobo. <laughs> they just love saying it. So good to hear from him. A Seahawks player spotlight is presented by Quantum Fiber.